What were the four common things? Uh, the first one was that they all believed and accepted that there was an intelligence that lived within them that was giving them life. And these, that, these people you interviewed who had had injuries that overcame no, them? No, no, these are people with cancer, MS, lupus, gotcha. Parkinson's disease. Who got better? Yeah, just spontaneously. You know, it's called a spontaneous remission. Intelligence, I love wickedly intelligent people. I try to hire as many of them as possible, learn from them. But what's more valuable than intelligence is hunger. Do you find, if you looked at, what's the common denominator between Richard Branson, Mark Benioff, you know, you give me your list of whoever it is, I guarantee if you dig underneath, their hunger has never gone away. Some people get hungry because they got a goal to, you know, achieve something or get in a swimsuit by a certain date or some stuff, but that's not, a, that's not an identity change. My friend, is very hard to do, and you have to train. You have to keep your reflexes so that when you want it, it's there. When you want to move, you are moving. And when you move, you are determined to move. Not taking one inch, not anything less than that. If I want to punch, I'm going to do it, man, and I'm going to do it, you see? So, I mean, so that is the type of thing you have to train yourself into it, to become one with the, you think? So I was... They believed there was an intelligence. There was some invisible life force that was, they were connected to, mm. that they felt like they had lost their connection to, they became separate and disconnected from. And that when they got the diagnosis, they woke up and said, man, I gotta connect again, and I gotta connect to my essence. Uh, and so they developed a relationship with it, just like you develop a relationship with anybody. It takes time, you gotta be present, you gotta connect, you gotta experience. You got to be present. All of these things are important mm -hmm. elements. So, so that was the first thing. Um, the second thing was that they realized that it was the mismanagement of their emotions and the hormones of stress that really began to create their condition. Now, now stress is when your brain and body are knocked out of balance. Now, stress uh, is when your body is knocked out of homeostasis. We have an innate mechanism in our body that returns us back to order. Right? These are people that are. Like myself, I'm hungry today at 57 more than I was at 26. You know, I can, I, I feel in me. And when I say hungry, I'm hungry to contribute, to learn, to grow, to make a difference. I, I'll never settle less than I can be or do or share or give or create. And everyone I know that's successful, that's the driving force. Because with that hunger, you can get the skill. With that hunger, you can figure it out. With that, there are a lot of very smart people who can't fight their way out of a paper bag in a pragmatic way. All type of knowledge ultimately means self-knowledge. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they are coming in to, I mean, for, and ask me to teach them not so much of how to defend themselves or how to do somebody in. Rather, they want to learn to express themselves through some movement, be it anger, be it uh, determination, or whatsoever. So in other words, what I'm saying, therefore, is that he is paying me to show him in combative form the art of expressing the human body. Which is acting, in a sense, isn't it? So then if you're, someone cuts you off on the LA freeway, you have an emotional reaction, but 15 minutes later you're back to driving and you're over it, right? That's uh, all organisms in nature can tolerate short-term stress. Emergency. But when it's all day long, all week, all year. Yeah, so if you're reacting to, like if Tyrannosaurus Rex is chasing you, uh, you have to make a decision. Am I going to use 20% of my energy or am I going to use 100%? So it turns out when you're reacting to traffic. 200%. All oh, right. Or if you're reacting to your coworker sitting in the cubicle next to you, right. you're, you're turning on that response. And what was once very adaptive becomes very maladaptive because when you turn on the stress response, 
and you can't turn it off. Now you're headed for disease because nobody can live in emergency mode for that extended period of time. Well, human beings, we can turn on the stress response just by thought alone. You can think about your problems and you're producing the same biological effects. So those chemicals give the brain and body a rush of energy and people become addicted to that rush of energy. So now they use the problems and conditions in their life to reaffirm their addiction to that emotion. They need the bad job. They need the poor relationship. So that means they become addicted to the life that they don't even like. Right? Why, do we, why do we need the bad job or bad relationship and stay stuck in Bec us? Because it's a conditioned response. So listen, if you get angry at a coworker and all of a sudden you get an arousal in your brain and body, right? You get a rush of energy. When you start noticing that your body starts dropping, your brain starts noticing your energy starts dropping, you're automatically going to have the image of the coworker in order to what? Give your body the, the next the jolt, the yeah. jolt, right? So all of a sudden, people become addicted to their own thoughts, right? You told me resources you were lacking. Courage is a resource, right? Time is a resource. Money is a resource. People are a resource. Technology is a resource, but here's the challenge. Resources are never the real problem. We all know it if we look around. Think about it. You can get the resources if you're resourceful enough. Resources are not the challenge, it's resourcefulness. So what is it we're really missing? It's some form of human emotion that we have learned to value less and less in a technologically driven society. See, if you're creative enough, can you get the answer, yes or no? Yes or no? And creativity is a resource. If you're committed enough, can you get the capital, yes or no? If you care deeply enough for other people, will you get people to help you, yes or no? Are the answers there if you're resourceful enough, yes or no? All of my life, and all of your lives, I've come to this point. There is nowhere else to be but here. Nowhere else to live or die but here. To be here now is the only thing that matters. So gather yourselves. Gather all of your strength. All of your sweetness into an iron ball. For we will attack again and again until we reach and overcome their king or we die in the attempt. So these people realize that, oh my God, um, I, I, I've been mismanaging my attention and energy and I gotta, I gotta get beyond my past, I gotta get beyond these emotions, I gotta make some big changes, I gotta break the habit of being myself, you know, I gotta hmm. stop being this person. Now, that sounds really good theoretically and philosophically, but change is such a hard thing, really? right? Because the moment you come back to your senses and you step back into your life and you see that person, or you go to that place, or you're with that uh, experience. So many people are unconsciously reacting in their thoughts and feelings to everything in their environment. So now their environment is controlling how they think and feel. So they realize that in order to change, they've changed the environment. They got to be greater than their environment, mm. greater than the conditions in the world. I said, empty your mind, be formless, shapeless, like water. Now, if you put water into a cup, 
it becomes the cup. You put water into a bottle, it becomes the bottle. You put it in a teapot, it becomes the teapot. Now water can flow or it can crash. Be water, my friend. Yes, and why didn't you? Because you have beliefs even about how far you can turn even though you're unaware of them. So you have beliefs about money, you have beliefs about relationship, you have beliefs about business, you have beliefs about your own beauty or strength. And so the way to change them, this is the simplest way I could show you in two minutes, is to condition your mind. Because once the mind is certain, the body will go there. The last thing they had in common, the fourth thing, is that when they were doing that rehearsal process, they had long moments where they lost track of time and space. In other words, they were so involved in their inner world mm -hmm. of imaging that when they turned the light on in the room or they lift their blindfold up or whatever they were doing, they thought it was 20 minutes later and it was an hour and 20 minutes later. And when you're truly focused and you're truly paying attention and you're in the present moment, all of a sudden you will leave this three-dimensional reality. Mm. And when you leave this three-dimensional reality, there's only one other place you go, and that is the realm of thought, and that's called the quantum field. And that quantum field is where all possibilities exist, right? So they were connecting to a field of information that had everything to do with the first principle, which is that invisible intelligence that's both within us and all around us, personal and universal. It is, it is the unifying field that governs everything material in this world. And mm. if you're going to ch change something material, that means you've got to get beyond your body to heal your body.